How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Joining us right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, you read his work at Brewers.com. Follow him on Twitter at Adam McCalvey. And his first visit to the Rami and Tim show. Mm-hmm. This feels good, doesn't it? This feels nice. This feels like putting on a nice, <laughs> warm, cozy sweater. Welcoming Adam McCalvey into the show. Adam, how are you this afternoon, my friend? You calling me fat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never, ever, ever do that, Adam McCalvey. Know, normally when you call someone a warm, cozy sweater, it makes me think you're calling them a little chunky. No, it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy that I got my guy okay. Adam McCalvey here on the show along Good. with Tim Allen. I mean, this is, this is I, I came up in this business talking baseball with, with you two dudes and, and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. That's all. It just feels good, Adam McCalvey. Were you shocked by the glacial pace? that especially the NL Central was moving at before the last week or so and culminating now with uh, Colton Wong being a St. Louis Cardinal. I mean, no money was spent in this division for a solid three or four months, Adam McKelvey, and it was driving me crazy. Uh, yeah, look, it's part um, – th- that's the way GMs like to operate now. And part, I think, just the circumstances of the teams in this division um, – you know, I don't know if this division was hit harder by COVID or not. The Cubs are where they are at in their cycle. The Cardinals, you know, I don't, I don't know. I can't explain why this division was hit any harder than other divisions when other clubs are out there spending. I, I do know that, you know, the Brewers say they were hit really hard by COVID. They're a team that relies, you know, we've gone through this before, guys, you know, a, a, a lowest in the game TV deal. You're going to be more reliant on attendance. And this year, their attendance was basically zero. So they're in a they're in a, a, they say a tight spot financially. Um, so it didn't necessarily surprise me that it was glacial for them. But how it consumed the entire division was weird. Yeah, but part of that, Adam. Uh, hopefully, your off season's going okay too. Um, but part of that is. You know, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh. I mean, they are small markets, more reliant at least on on the fan attendance. So that does explain some of it. Now, speaking of attendance, some reports out there that they're putting things in place for not only the Milwaukee Bucks to host some fans, but uh, the Milwaukee Brewers at AmFam. And all cynicism aside, um, I don't think it had anything to do with spending $18 million <laughs> on a two-year deal to get Colton Wong. But I, I would say this, that um, w- w- what do you do with Keston now? And I think the consensus with Brewers fans is we like Colton Wong and, and we'll take that a gold glover, a solid Major League Baseball player. But it does beg the question, now what about Keston? 
Well, and, you know, with this team, you never know, right? Because when has, um, you know, not a positional fit ever stopped this team from making moves? So yep. I, I did have to ask, you know, let's – Colton Wong comes in. Are there some numbers that show they want him at third base? And the answer is no. You, don't, you know, he's a two-time gold glover at second base. He'll be the second baseman. And, and Kesson Hero will get the bulk of his at-bats at first with Dan Vogelbach kind of being the left-handed foil to that. Um, so, you know, you've got Wong and then Arcia up the middle. You've got Urias playing some shortstop and second. Third base, I don't know. Um, you know, they signed Daniel Robertson, who, who's not a couple of years ago, one of the best prospects in baseball, but he's not done it at the big league level. He's also not gotten a, a big bulk of time to just play every day. So I have no idea what they've got there. And I suppose you also could put Urias there. You know he can do it defensively. But if you're a team trying to get better at offense after a down year offensively, I'm not sure that that's the best option. So I don't know at third base how that's going to pan out. I I would say, you know, I I talked to David Stearns about this yesterday. Now that spring training is on time, we've gotten some assurances of that. It feels like, holy cow, it's, it's go time. I mean, they're less than two weeks or what, about two weeks away, but that's not the way he's looking at it. I mean, the, the, the GMs now, they love to push this stuff as late as possible. He's looking at fielding a team on opening day, um, not opening day of spring training. So there's still a lot of free agents out there. I mean, have you heard Jed Jerko's name once this off season? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I'd resign him. Play- I mean, that's a good player. The question is, um, you know, what does it cost for a player like Jed Jerko? I have no idea because has a Jed Jerko type guy signed that, that market, that middle market, maybe the one year deal for a good veteran player. Not a lot of those guys have signed um, because it's been, you know, JT Realmuto and well, Colton Wong, multi-year guy. The multi-year guys are still out there. Justin Turner's still sitting out there. So there's still uh, Jed Jerko and a lot of other players, pretty good players out there. And I know the Brewers, you know, this is 18 millions a lot in their current financial state. Um, but I, I don't know that they would ever say that they are done and, and totally rule out adding more. So third base, I would just sort of leave open right now. And, and I don't, I'm not certain we'll know exactly what they're going to do there until uh, much closer to opening day. Talking with Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com, our Milwaukee baseball insider here on Rami and Tim. When, when we were talking about this to start the show, I, I could hear in Tim's voice him trying to manifest and actualize that they wouldn't they wouldn't trade Keston here. I told him I I would I would think it's a real possibility that they're at least listening to offers for Keston here with the uncertainty about designated hitter and his questionable defense at second base and now acquiring Colton Wong. Wouldn't you think that that's at least something that, that David Stearns is, is picking up the phone on right now, Adam? Well, if he's listening on Josh Hader, he'll listen on Keston here. So I, I don't think you can say he wouldn't. It would surprise me for them to trade Keston Hero when his value is down. I, I'm not sure he had a very good year in 2020. I think he was impressive with the bat. In 2019, I think there are still big-time questions with his defense. I know he worked so hard on that with Bob Missick, their infield coordinator, before spring training got shut down last year, and they had high hopes. I'm not sure that materialized in a 60-game season. I'm also not sure what to make of anything that happened in last year's 60-game season. (laughs) So he is just, to me, 
an unfinished product, uh, I don't think his value has peaked right now. And for that reason, it would surprise me for the Brewers to trade a guy with that much left of, uh, you know, caught low cost, pretty high ceiling type talent. Um, you know, the, the question of the DH is interesting. Right now, there's no DH, and spring training is about ready to go. I think the, the way the 2020 season came together should show us that. I mean, you need to not put anything in ink until the regular season begins. And even after the regular season begins, there's, a, there's the chance last year showed that some of these rules can change. So I'm not ready to say there's not going to be a DH in the National League. Right now, there is no DH in the National League. The other part is the the big question looming over this whole thing is next year the CBA is done. And, you know, at the end of this year, the CBA is done. So by next year, they will have to come up with a new collective bargaining agreement. And could the DH be part of that? Because that's been a conversation that's been happening in baseball long before we heard the the term COVID-19. Um, so for all of those reasons, I think, uh, Kestin Hira has some, you know, has a lot of value to the Brewers as an asset to hang on to. And, and I'd be surprised if he's moved. So it, it, in an A lineup, then he's at first base then? Is that, is that, that would, what? That would be yeah. my guess. And then, you know, if you have a good, you know, a really tough righty that you want, as, you know, you want to stack with left-handed bats, you throw Dan Vogelbach there. So, yeah. I think, uh, you know, they talked about this, remember, last year when the Justin mm-hmm. Smoke wasn't working out at first, and they talked about maybe moving Keston here or there. But then Jed Jerko kind of worked out. Vogelbach worked out as a spot player at, at first, and they didn't have to make that move. And because we weren't there, we weren't at the ballpark like we normally are until game time, um, I'm not sure how much work Keston Hero was able to put in after they raised that idea. Um, like, did he get out there for some BP reps? So those are questions that we'll mm-hmm. be able to get into once this Colton Wong passes his physical. We'll be able to get some guys on the record and um, get some answers to just where Keston here is at in this first base discussion. All right. So you made mention of the CBA, and that's going to end, I believe, the date end date is December 1st. Um, and call me naive, Adam, but being more of a pragmatist, I mean, why are they not working on this now? And I know it's, you know, you can say it's coordination and organization and meetings and executive boards and players union reps, yeah. and then they got to get together. I understand all that, and I, I certainly do. But my goodness, there's so much riding on this. It's almost like every time you read it, Adam, it's a foregone conclusion that there's going to be a work stoppage. I, I just don't like that sentiment way before the, the, the deal is even up. Well, I hate that sentiment, too, and anybody who loves baseball hates that sentiment. Um, look, I think COVID-19 is a huge wrench in this whole what was already shaping into a really difficult process. They're trying to get – they got last season in, and now they're trying to get this season in, and I think that is sucking a lot of the oxygen right now. The other part of it is this is the way negotiations go. You, you want a smooth negotiation where they say, okay, this deal is up in a year. Let's get this hammered out now so we don't have to worry about it in the end. That, is, uh, that would be a beautiful thing if the sides were to do that, but that's just not how negotiations work. They'll wait. The, the deadline is what's going to force movement. And um, both sides right now are, are um, coming up with their own proposals, where they stand on all these incredibly difficult, complicated issues. 
and you know at some point those negotiations will begin but uh, i predict much like free agency going later and later and later and all these other things just going up to deadlines trades going up to the deadline i predict that is going to be a, a similar experience and that's just the way business is done and it's really uncomfortable for everyone who loves this sport and is invested in it and wants it to succeed but that's just the way these things work. I wish Rob Manfred was one of those people who loved the sport, was invested in it, wanted it to succeed. I really do, Stop. Adam. I, w- I wish he was in that camp of people, but I just don't feel like he is. But I am glad that there was a reason to bring Adam McCalvey on well, the phones. I'm going to get him real Tim. quick, Rami. Yeah, I'm oh, you get got one more? This, well, no, this okay. is just a statement. Adam, I want your reaction real quick. This is the first year I'm going to get Adam McCalvey to actually say the Brewers are going to win the World you, Series That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I not, guess he's not going. That to. is not going to happen. My we'll, predictions are so worthless. I would even. I don't even <laughs> think you want my predictions. I am the. I am terrible at coming up with predictions. Going. Adam, great talking to you, man. Can't wait to do it again. Thanks a lot. Bye, boys. Adam McCalvey joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com.